Hey, it's Carla Marie from Carla Marie and Anthony on iHeartRadio's Power 93.3 in Seattle. And you're listening to The Nobodies, presented by Cine Sports Talk. Welcome to an exciting new episode of the Nobody's Movie Show. We were off doing all kinds of things for a week, but now we're back as your favorite month by monthly movie show, not podcast, right? Because that's what we're doing now. So, um, yeah, guys, that's right. We were working, we we're writing, we we're reviewing, we we're doing all kinds of things. Um, we saw a few movies that came out this weekend, and we can't wait to tell you our thoughts. As always, we are brought to you by CineSportsTalk.com and housed by the beautiful Film Gate in the Miami downtown. Media Center. So now we are bouncing back from the OG place to the real G place. And let's go around and introduce our panel that you should know who we are. To my immediate left. And, I, and now that he's been gone, you think you're going to sit there from now on. But we're going to fix that next time. Fine. Uh, <laughs> side piece, Jader. How's it going, guys? I'm exhausted. How was the drive? Exhausting. I took the kids to uh, Universal and Disney this weekend. Nice. Fun weekend. It was awesome. It was the kids' first time over at Islands and Universal. Uh, my daughter couldn't write a lot of things, but my son had a blast. So that's why we had to kind of make up, uh, go to Magic Kingdom to let her have some fun, too. Even though she was a trooper hey, the whole hey, trip. Magic and, Kingdom's great. Yeah, no, it was. It was fantastic. But time constraint. So we went, obviously not, like, you know, we just went blindly and we're like, let's, you know, take the kids this weekend up to... Uh, to Orlando, Grad Bash was this weekend. So oh. six o'clock was the uh, was the cutoff for both yeah, parks. Grad Bash in the beginning of April. I know. Yeah, they start early on. They I thought it was May. Sat- no, they do all. I April remember and going May. in May to Grad Night, but also Whoa. that was a million years. They ago. have several dates. Yeah. Yeah. So when I used to plan it for the kids, it's you have um, Fridays, Fridays and Saturdays, all April and May. Yeah. Are pretty much the days. So yeah. So we got to the theme park, and then they're like, "We close at six today," and I'm like. Damn it. Damn these people. <laughs> <laughs> like, go to hell. I exactly. Exactly. Oh, no, no. You wow. think you would think the tickets would be discounted, but no, no they're no, not. No. Full price, man. I remember, I remember us going like end of April or like middle, middle to a- end of April. I don't remember. Yeah, well, but be, well, it was a nice little family trip. I went uh, with the kids, my uncle, my uncle's nephews. Fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Okay. Speaking of uh, somebody who went on a trip and came right back from the motherland, Cloud, how you doing, man? Nice haircut. I will... Um, so moving moving forward, I would like to be addressed as the mountain. No, because that's what I have become. <laughs> okay, I've I've been I've I gone I I went in, like, to tune in with my with the motherland. Yeah, and I am the mountain now. All right. Well, there's a mountain on Is Game there, of Thrones. Yeah. Can well, we call you La Montaña? Well, yeah. I, I'm I'm down with that. Because nice, the mountain on Montaña? Game of Thrones, not a nice huge. guy. Not a nice guy. He's huge. Right. But. That's not me. He's not talking about his dick, by the way. That's not me. <laughs> or that. Mountain Cloud. That's fine, too. La Montaigne. I like Mountain Cloud. I like Mountain Cloud. I like Mountain Cloud. Yeah. Mountain Cloud. Well, Mountain we miss Cloud? you, man. Mountain we miss you. We're glad you're back. But no one missed you more than... Black Ralph. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're looking at Nardo. I'm just like, I feel like, wait, isn't it him? Yeah, it, it wasn't. wasn't but it he wasn't. was motioning to me to motion to him so I can introduce him. Yeah. That's good. That was a good segue. Like that segue? Yeah. I made sure I gave him a big hug. I'm ready to host, man. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Ooh, your dad, hey. Can, I, can dad I just, hey. so I've been told to say this on the record, <clears throat> and I, I told myself, no, I don't have to point this out, but after last week's, Ralph, as sweet as you are, I have to say, we're not gay lovers. 
<laughs> Putting that out there, okay? I, lo- I love you as a brother, okay? Like, like all the homo, but we're not homo. Gotcha. You know, it was pride in South Beach. mentioned this like before, though. Like, yeah, and, it was like no, two episodes. You ago. did get you did get called out on the chat, but, huh? But yes, yeah, Steve texted me on the side. He's like, I need you to address this. <laughs> I don't think it was clear. I don't think we were clear enough. <laughs> okay, then. After yeah. that, man. Who cares? Yeah, we're not gay lovers. Y'all love each other, but- man. It's fine. <laughs> brotherly like, love. Yeah, brotherly love. There you go. Yeah. Well, why do we have to address it, though? Exactly. Yeah, what, what, There's no first need. of all, you'd be Steve, one of the best it. minority representatives ever because it's like, not only are you biracial, but you're also gay. That's like, ugh. That's, a, liber- that's you, a liberal's man. what dream right Hell there. Yeah. I, don't mean, I don't mean that. I'm that's just, perfect. <laughs> just saying. It's, like it's just, fine. Just being best friends make you gay? Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, me and her are a little gay. See? I have this other friend, uh, our friend John, we're, we're hella gay. You're hella gay? Hella gay. What's hella gay? Like, his girlfriend is a... Uh, so he, he, he just he started dating a new girl, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's awesome. But she's also Honduran. Nice. And also is really into film. Nice. Oh, wow. So when he first told me that they started dating, I, I looked at him and I'm like, it took you this long to finally admit that you just want to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> White people. White people. Three, two, one. So, um, yeah, I think you guys need to further explain, like, you know, how adorable your relationship is, but how still very, very, very straight and manly it is as well. Listen, just look up the the song "Bromance" by the popular YouTube star Nika Higa. That's that's our relationship. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, guys, so uh, we're gone for a week, so we're gonna jump into a little bit of news and a recap on that. So the first thing that we're gonna go ahead and talk about is James Gunn is. Back. That's right. He's coming back to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3 after Disney had fired him over some offensive tweets many, 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 many moons ago. So how do we feel about this being a move for Disney? And where does that leave Suicide Squad? It leaves it exactly where it, it was be? before. No, no. He's doing both. Yeah, but like, not, okay, so how is he, I guess the better question is, how is that a decision now for Disney, Disney B Marvel? James Gunn doing Suicide Squad, or like it's, Warner it's I think that's Warner pretty, I think that's pretty cool as far you know? as like that opens the door for other people to just do anything. Both like sides. it's it's no, yeah, it's no longer a, if you way. do one, you can't do the other because it's like, I mean, here they were kind of like cornered into the decision, but I'm I, I'm assuming obviously that they took into consideration while wow, he he already signed on to Suicide Squad. Whatever, that's fine. That's a different movie. That's a cause that's a reboot or like a. Or is it a reboot or is it two? Well, that's it's that, a, we're kind of gonna we're kind of jumping the gun there. Mm. No pun intended. Mm. No, no, no. But <laughs> no, that part we that part we can say because like uh, yeah. it's not gonna be called Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad Two. It's gonna be called the the Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad, which I okay, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so like and that's a. Right, it's it's like in SpongeBob when he made that like really like elaborate the yeah. You know? Yeah, but they do that in um God, what other there's another movie or something where it's the difference between the and a and I damn it, what is it? And it's like it's kind of the same thing. Oh, no no no, I know what it is. And this is gonna be like my very nerdy sort of thing that's gonna come out like way fast. Um in the Canterbury Tale, it's called A Knight's Tale, which is what the Knight's Tale with Heath Ledger is based on. I thought it was called A Knight's Tale. 
the Heath so Ledger. It's, oh, so it's the other way around. Yeah. Okay. But that's what it is. So like the original written component, is it? Yeah, it is A Knight's Tale. So yeah. The Knight's Tale is the original Canterbury Tale, which is like in real old English. And then A Knight's Tale is what it's loosely based on for Heath Ledger movie. Gotcha. So like now go. I'm just gonna like want to replace A and the in every movie and see how much of a difference. Can you imagine A Dark Knight? No, I can't. Exactly. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, I'm trying I to. I feel think. it's a little racist. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a Dark Knight. Uh, a or, Dark Knight. Or the Few Good Men. Ooh, ah, that's a good one. That's another there good you one. Go. Or Ooh. A Godfather. Uh, you, you've been really there thinking of these, huh? I, no, no, this is off the top of the right dome. Right off the top of my head right top now. Top of the dome. Top of the dome. We got a new haircut, got a new dome. There you go, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I, like I said, it's a... Uh, it's a, I think it's a good thing, honestly. It, it because is. Because they... Uh, like I said, Suicide Squad, that's a reboot. That's a reimagining, or a reimagining, whatever. That's a new team. I feel like it's not... It's like I, they're not going to be the same movie. I, at least I hope not, and I don't think they are because that's a new property, and Guardians is going to be the third movie, which he already has a a story like overarching like which two other know. movies exactly, which, which, know, which yeah. that'll be at a different stage in its life, whereas Suicide Squad is just beginning. So uh, I think it's it's great, and he, he definitely deserves to be back because um, those tweets, as awful as they were, were already addressed. Yes, and he got fired the second time they got addressed for some strange reason. Uh, I think it was just Disney. Um, Frankly, just being cowards. Ooh, at that point. You, it was more, more like a public move. Sorry, like it was more for the public because Disney knew about the tweets prior to them. Right, but uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it was know? only because it was brought up again. Yeah, it's like why? So I, I think because of the era we're in, they just took that. They're like, okay, this time we can't just look you know, look, look away exactly. Yeah. But it's like you couldn't do that last time either it was 2010 like he's that those tweets no matter what era you're in those are about kids those are like bad yeah yeah, yeah agreed so well what i was gonna say is that because everybody's biggest concern with disney now is that they're gonna like you know we were saying like disney wash all the characters and things like that deadpool being one of the properties they're about to acquire do you think that this now gives more like legway to making sure that the movies that are meant to be rated R are going to stay rated R and Disney isn't going to be like, well, no, we have to do it PG-13 because it's Disney. Well, Disney announced apparently that um, that they are doing, that Deadpool is sticking uh, to R rating. Oh, they are? Yeah, they, they announced that. So... Oh, okay. I mean, I'm I kind of I'm kind of uh, piggybacking off of what uh, Cloud said. I think it's a great move, especially since there are very talented directors that can take care of... Um, that are uh, in charge of Marvel properties that can jump to the T- DC uh, EU and they can um, and they they can take uh, you know they can grab other projects and just make it their own. You know, there's talented uh, uh, directors from both from uh, both sides. So I kind of like the fact that James Gunn is going to be the first to do both. And obviously, if Suicide Squad is a success, obviously it, it's got Patty it, Jenkins over there in uh, in Marvel. Maybe she could be somebody. Wasn't she in talks for Black Widow? No, she was. No. Uh, she was originally supposed to do Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, Ew. and we saw how that turned out. Yes, <laughs> should we well, did. it would have been way better. I think. I mean, uh, coming off of what she did. Um, with Wonder Woman. With Wonder Woman. You know what's yeah. funny? I told you I was I'm rewatching Entourage for like the fiftieth time. Mm-hmm. I never noticed that she directed one of the episodes. Yes, in season three. yes, yeah. she did. It's she did. Cool. She did. But the the only thing, uh, the only thing though, is I still want the movie sis to to keep their individuality because the one thing as better as the DC movies are getting, at least critically and with the fans and and box office wise, they're starting to blend. 
And mm. people have been saying that, like, oh, they're they're doing what Marvel does, which is the worst thing that can be said, in my opinion, just because, as like I said, as bad as like the critical reception was for all the other movies, at least they were different. I respect the the you know trying to take a different approach. We're now like with Aquabra and um, <laughs> and, and Shazam. Although Shazam was like. Hold on, guys. Let me get a word out, guys. Like, no, but we're saying. A week without interrupting me, and you guys just got to get back on. No, we're it. just saying. Don't I'm just saying. Shazam is a. I was going to say Shazam's a different story, but you can see that they're shifting that tone, but I just feel like they're doing it to a detriment because Aquabra was a fun time, but there is nothing to it. Straight up. That's a popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. At least, once again, that's just my opinion. It was a fun time, but <laughs> way to use I didn't. Word. But the the Aquaman character was just copy and paste of like other jokey uh, tough guys. That's really it. There was there's nothing more to that movie aside would, from the cinematography. He's basically Thor in water. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like he's very Thor. Like I think that that's just. But I'm saying like when you, they already have dozens of those. Archetypes. If you look at if you look at Marvel or what they're trying to do with DC, how would you have want him to be? Like Aquaman. I, okay, can you elaborate for the people that haven't read the comic? So Aquaman in itself, like he's not the he's not gonna not crack a joke here and there, but he's the regal. He is a king. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's reluctant at that, but he's still very serious, like about his abilities about you know being uh, helpful to the land and the sea whereas I, I felt like here like they got that part right because he was a reluctant king but just his his uh, mannerisms were just very his tone too like, yeah just it was just very it was, it's Jason Momoa that's what I was gonna say because I feel like in Justice League the cartoons that's the character I, I, I wanted to know if it was the same one which is very regal and very like aware of his abilities it's he's very much like doesn't want to abuse it to like a a specific um, extent and then i do think that they i'm surprised that they i mean i know why they did that with jason momoa because he does have that personality at least i feel like and you know we've talked about this with will smith like you know he was basically will smith until like way later in his career that he actually played around with like really being like a different kind of character i don't know how much of that has truly changed I guess we'll see with Genie um, but I didn't get that sense from Aquaman that he was like no I, I am like he I think he cared more about like the sea in general versus like being a king right is that similar in the because that's the feel I got from Justice League when we when I, I, the cartoon by the way oh, well, yeah, and, 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 the, and the cartoon yeah exactly and he has that dichotomy where it's like these aren't my people these are my people like that's what I like and, yeah. and, but they, what they could have done in this in this movie or what they you know what they do in the new 52 is he's not part of any world he doesn't feel like he belongs in any of them mm. while they got that part I think they did that part fine like I said it was just in the writing mm. we could have just it could have just peed on it really <laughs> you sat there wrote that line and said let's film that because you know how much time it took to light and set the camera up and get the audio guys to get in there and to record that line, I would have been like, "This is a waste." I was like, "What? What is happening here?" Is this a Seth Rogen film? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Seth Rogen. I feel. Let's be honest. Seth Rogen has better timing than that. Okay, like, don't don't, don't insult him no, like I, that. No, I'm not insulting him. It's just like it just it's potty humor. That's how I see it. Exactly. 
Well, that's how I feel about most slapstick. That's why I can only appreciate one-liners every now and then. Like, if the movie's too, like, and I think that that's, like, movies from, I would say, like, late 80s, early 90s, like, comedy, there was, like, a lot of slapstick. After a while, I'm like, I can only see you slip on ice for the hundredth time. Like, I'm, I'm not into it at all, which is why I think I like comedies that are very, that if they're in that era, they have to have really good writing. But the point of what I was saying is essentially, like, I, while I love James Gunn, I just hope he gives a different voice to this group of misfits, because I feel like it's just going to be the same thing um, as far as, like, tonality. I want them to be able to differentiate. Like, I don't want to be able to go to Suicide Squad, or I'm sorry, THE Suicide Squad, <laughs> and then go to Guardians 3 and be like... Same people. The characters are very similar, or at least the tone is very similar. I want him to try something different. If he's going to be doing two different team movies, try two different styles. That's just my opinion. Like That's what I want him to do because then we're just going to be seeing the same way that uh, Aqua Bra was just, just Jason Momoa. I don't want the the James Gunn film to just be like an archetype or like a, 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 uh, a template. Well, you don't think having the same director will have that? Like, it's going to be the same tone. I, f- I feel like every James Gunn, f- like, you know, Tarantino. No, but I'm saying like the there same. has to be something to differentiate it. Here, it, more than ever, it's important here because of the two comic book um, properties and because it's James Gunn, because he does direct a certain way. When you watch Guardians 1 and 2, it's a James Gunn, uh, you can, it's a, it's a very similar tone. But that tone's also very similar to the other 12, 15, 17 Marvel movies. I don't want DC to become that. I enjoyed them you know, doing different things each time. I just don't want them to get lost in the success. Because mm-hmm. I think they listen to the wrong audience because people were like you need to, or do you know just oh, it's too it's too dark it's too gritty be more jokey like marvel it's like no honestly like, like there's some they're villains just, just do better writing straight up skate do better, better writing skate because better skate better exactly skate better because parts of like bvs or justice league were okay not just the justice league was a hot mess but parts of batman <laughs> uh, v superman hot mess parts of i think suicide squad is way worse than, than yeah justice league, a thousand times personally can it be both equally bad? No, no, I overall enjoyed Justice League until the third act. The third act is where they kind of like lost me, where I was like, I didn't like. I didn't. See, I like I enjoyed Suicide Squad more because there was a little more character work. Justice League, I didn't care about Flash. I didn't care about Cyborg. I didn't care about Aquaman at that you point. You care about Cyborg? I, I like, and I did I not like Cyborg. Batman. Well, Batman sucked in that movie, and that's my favorite hero. I, and if he, I, he was if I can make a gif of that one scene where, like, and spoiler for a movie that came out in 2017, um, where uh, when Superman returns and Batman <laughs> makes this face, like, like, like he, he, he Pikachu'd. He, he literally made the Pikachu oh, face. the Pikachu meme, yeah. Yeah, he went, but with a smile. Like, he actually, he was like, and he even had, like, a little... Like a, like a thing in the See, I've I've, oh, You know, in all fairness, I've only the seen that. I saw that movie seen. one time. I saw it twice. I haven't seen it twice. I, I, I actually want to rewatch it because I was like, "Oh, it's, I got to see it again." I if if it. you like watch it. it like you're watching the Saturday morning cartoon, great time. Yeah. But that's why I like it because it was kind of like, "Oh, it's not." Listen, let's and let's be fair. There's so much going on in Marvel that sometimes I get a little lost. Like, wait, where where did this happen? What movie was that? And and Justice League at least it's like, hey, there's only been two other movies, <laughs> and so like yeah. it's it was like an easy follow for me, and I. I enjoyed it. I I really enjoyed, even though he didn't get enough screen time, in my opinion, The Flash. Like, I enjoyed his character. I just think that pairing him and and um, Aquaman was not like it was like they're both 
too jokey. You know, like somebody has to be the funnier. And, I, and it's and usually that's, the flash. That's the, that's the mudslide I think they're falling into. And I, I don't want that. Because then when I, I come, I, for example, I came out of, uh, and we're kind of going on a, on a long tangent here, but for example, Man of Steel, I came out. Pumped. Pumped. Like thinking yeah. about it, like yeah. there was something different to that movie. Yeah, it's a very like, like. Uh, divisive movie, but I came out thinking about it. That's still uh, the first Iron for me. Man. Same thing uh, for me. I know unpopular in the first Thor. Something oh, different I agree there. With you. Um, and I'm not going to go into the specifics. But just <clears> I like Shazam, I didn't come out feeling inspired. Okay. But when I come out of Aquabra, I didn't come out feeling inspired. Like okay. I, I, I Wonder Woman was. That was a movie that I came out feeling like this is its own thing. This is Patty Jenkins' thing. Yep. Um, I just don't want them to st- to go into that mudslide where they all start looking the same. No, Man of Steel for me, I came out. It's still reign supreme for me. That's still the best DC EU or DC movie uh, out of the seven that have come out. I think I think it's seven. Um, I obviously, and we'll we'll get a little bit because last week we re- I recorded the uh, we recorded sorry the um, review. So you know I was pumped about it. I still I haven't seen it again. I want to see it again, but I still I'm dying to get back to the theater to see it again. I just obviously with the trip that I did this weekend, um, I didn't get time to go to the uh, theater. So um, speaking of time to go to the theater, let's go ahead and just jump a little segue as far as Gun going ahead and reporting that the Suicide Squad is um, going to be a reboot. They had originally casted Iris. Idris. Idris. I was going to say Idris. I, think, I, saw, I saw a meme today where Idris it's like Idris. Elba. It's Idris. It's Idris. Idris. Idris Elba as Idris. Deadshot. Goddamn Americans. I said Idris. Id. Id. Like the. That's like what the, I said. Idris. The, the eagle. You're saying Idris. No, Idris Elba. No, before you said Idris. Whatever, that other black guy has that shot. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That's a mute. <laughs> That's a mute. Yo, read your own notes. Go ahead, mute him. Um, which Will Smith originally played on the last film, but then uh, it's also reported that they recasted Viola Davis as Amanda Walker. Waller. Yes. Not Waller. recast. I guess they brought her No, they back. said recast. That's recasting. I know. I, I- you're re- a, I would argue that recasting is getting a different actor. Like, say, if when they got uh, Ben Affleck, they recast the role of Batman. Fine. If they Fair. recast... This is, this is how I see it. If they recast uh, the role of Amanda Waller, it's because they had to recast the role to someone else because... Of, like, they recast... Deadshot. I mean, the word is interchangeable, but I can understand why you feel that way. No, that's how, like, I've, that's how I've that's known the, about you're, it. You're, like, interpret, yeah. you're interpreting it like that, yes. Because technically, if you look at the word re, it just means to do again. That's a prefix. No, no I know, again. but I'm saying so like... It's in, like recast, it's like you did it again. Yeah, I'm just saying like at least in, like, from, in movie news and stuff like that, I've seen it used that way majority. And just, just, just saying. Maybe I'll get a jader for that. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jay Courtney as Captain... Jai. Jai. Courtney. You need, you need to type out like the, the pronunciation. Yeah, I, listen, I butcher also names. Also pronounced. <laughs> I butcher names. I've been butchering them my entire life. I and Leto and Robbie to repraise themselves as Joker and Harley. So is it really a reboot? I mean, if everybody's pretty exactly. much coming back. That's why. What, that, is Joker coming back? It's rumored that he is going to be coming back. I don't back. think he should come back. I don't I, think he I, is. Agreed. Because I think he's been making that cameo in Birds of Prey, but I don't think it's him either. No? No. You think he's done with Joker? He's, uh, he's busy. Thank, Morbius. Thank God. Oh, fuck I would that. hope. He's, fuck that. He's yeah, busy. He was, it's like it's gonna be confusing for people going in to watch the Suicide Squad after like seeing the trailer for like the Joker coming out. 
Yeah. It's like two completely different characters. No, that's gonna happen regardless because yeah. you're gonna make you're gonna still he's gonna make cameos in other movies as or at least they're gonna have that version of the Joker. This I the didn't other really hate him that much. And I know somebody who actually prefers the little Joker to the Joaquin Phoenix that's coming out. How how Wait, does he perform the movie movie's not even out yet? Because just, just I, she, 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 trailer? she likes Jared Leto more, okay, and she well, likes that's that a version. Bias. Wait, 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 they, wait, they prefer Jared Leto, Leto over Ledger, or Leto Joaquin over Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Okay, oh, it's only been a two minute trailer. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Just yeah. visually, like, and I, it, it, I always tell her, I'm like, I think it's because you just really like Jared Leto as much as you liked his representation. I didn't necessarily hate it. I thought it was a different take on I just, on it. I, I just didn't like the damage tattoo. <laughs> I was like very I think they Yeah but they were just no, Trying to millennialize to like. Millennialize it You know like Oh he has face tattoos Like Machine Gun Kelly Or whoever the fuck now we'll Does, get into he, that does MGK have a I think he has tattoos? like One on the side Doesn't he have one here He could have used Post Malone That Post has Malone an actual too. Barbed wire cross I guess because I'm And we'll jump into that is When we talk about white? that MGK is relevant what? <laughs> He well, is we, in we'll this talk, podcast we'll, Hey we're hey We're gonna talk about that later We're about MGK Yeah But um So yeah Is it a reboot Because if Again He's saying reboot. Initially, he had said that it was going to be. His I think so because I think they're going to ignore certain characters. I don't think uh, oh, man, Flag is coming back. back. Rumored has it that he might. I just didn't post that name there because again, I'm going. I went off news, but I think I read like two days ago, maybe an article saying that he might come back as Flag. I would uh, like I that. I forget Joel Kinner, Kinnerman. Is Kinnerman. That Kinnerman. Listen. Kinnerman. Uh, that movie had a lot of problems. I don't think Joel Kinnerman was one of them. But if oh, I think if you really. Line, if, though. <laughs> Damn that katana line! So, I, I just, I just feel like if they really want to differentiate themselves from the other version, I think Joe, I think Flag is the is the character you leave out. Yeah, really. Well, again, Joker and Harley. I don't think again because Harley's going to be in Birds of Prey, a hundred percent, obviously. Uh, Margot Robbie. So I didn't. It said when I looked up the IMDb, rumored Joker, rumored Harley. Both characters, Jared and um, and Margot. I think those three characters should stay out, to be honest. But uh, they're, I think, but they're, they're not going to do that. I think they're going to if if any of those three characters, uh, Flag, Joker, or Harley, are going to be in the movie. If I, if I had to choose one, just to get butts in the seat, Harley would be Harley, the only yeah, one because she was the best in the film. Exactly. Next to Will Smith. But yeah, if they want to differentiate between the the other two, or the I'm sorry, the other two, the other one. It would. I, I think it should. I think Flag doesn't come back. No, I think it's it's safe to bring both of them back and just not bring that Joker storyline back and let her keep flourishing as her own character, like they are in Birds of Prey, and getting her relationship with Deadshot to actually be a forefront versus which kind of had hints of it in the film that should have been explored, but they focused too much on how her relationship was built around Joker. No, I'm saying that's so, fine. I'm just saying that would be fine for a sequel, but if they really want to call this the reboot, I'm just saying like this is I this would be for me. Oh, because you're what defining it as count. a reboot. I get it now. I'm not defining the, the the producers themselves said it's the reboot. Yeah, that's what I, that's why it's confusing. So I'm like the only way for me as a fan to consider the reboot is if you leave out certain characters. I'm fine with Viola Davis coming back, which she was I'm fine, fine with. Film, uh, I would love Jai, Jai Courtney. Courtney. Jai Courtney honestly was great, and I don't like him. Like not like him personally. Wasn't I think he in he's the movie a nice for guy. like five minutes. No, no, I thought he was. I thought he was in it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. (laughs) Yeah, you were thinking Slipknot. (laughs) I was thinking Slipknot. Yo, R.I.P. Slipknot. That guy, like, he he carried the team. (laughs) Yeah. Yo, he didn't even get a title card, which was funny. Yeah. Just like Slipknot. Slipknot. That's it. That's it. (laughs) No, so I thought Jai Corney was pretty good in the film. Did you know Slipknot? The actor actually had a personal masseuse on set. 
What, did, for the whole five minutes he was in the film? Yeah, because that's, you know, his back hurt. His back hurt. From carrying, carrying the, the team. team. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, uh, so who do you think uh, Idris is going to play? I honestly keep yeah. him out of the movie at this point. Yeah. Why? I I I if, I don't have a character. He's asking me who I would play, play some of since I don't have a character. I just say leave him out of the movie. But he's if, not going to be doing 007 anymore, is he? I don't think he ever was. I don't know. Yeah, was he was just, one of the rumors. He was, was one of the rumor, rumors. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna. He, I don't think he's like committed to that yet. I, read I don't t- think he I, was ever committed to that. Little side note: I read today that Chris Hemsworth is really interested. I'd be down. Uh, so half of the female population. Um, if I had to choose, honestly, I would have loved for him to be, another, uh, and this is a Suicide Squad member, I would have loved for him to be Black Manta. Oh, Obviously, we can't do that anymore, no. but if I had to go back and cast That's or awesome. recast that role, Idris Elba, if he was going to be in a, 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 a recurring role that he can be in Suicide Squad and any other movie, he should have been Black Manta, straight up. That's actually a really good character. Like if, if, he's, if he's not Deadshot. Do you think they're going to bring... Um, what you call it, Croc and Croc bag and all these people? Or you think they're because they have the other storyline with Poison Ivy's a part of the team too? He's uh, if they do or don't, I don't mind. Yeah. You were gonna say something, Micro? No, 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 no. He's like, no, fuck the Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> the DCU is a mess right now, so you think uh, anything is a help? Yeah, huh? You think anything is a help? I say yeah, mm. but like just talking about this has been a mess confusion between like it being a reboot or exactly sequel that's what's confusing exactly we like the same some of like the same cast coming back it's just uh just it's, like it, a just like a imagine like being a not a fan of like the dcu just like just going to the movie yeah. yeah just going in and watching this movie just give me like i'm lost Agreed. Agreed. Now, one of the other things that I was going to ask, obviously, we didn't, we're not really uh, jumping into the Joker trailer, and I, that one completely slipped my mind because I wrote this quick. Uh, what happens if, obviously, with Warner, Suicide Squad did great. I'm not great. Like, it got better reviews than, uh, what was the movie right before that? that oh, BVS, right? Uh, I mean, at least by fans. For some reason, when Suicide Squad came out, it had a buzz. Going yeah. around, right? So, everybody, what was your takeaway from Suicide Squad? Oh, Deadshot and Harley. Cool. Harley's going to get her own movie. That's, that was like instant with Warners, right? Let's say the Joker movie does fantastic, which, in my opinion, it looks pretty freaking great. Like, I really, really dug that trailer. Um, would you put Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, replace Leto, and put in Phoenix in Suicide Squad do you think that will be a move that Warner would want to do I don't think Gunn would want to do it but you know how Warner usually gets final word on what goes on no and the reason being is because Scorsese's producing that Joker movie I don't think he'd let that happen it looks like a Scorsese film yeah it looks like Taxi Driver and the King of Comedy you're not really into it no just because like I wasn't uh, into Taxi Driver I didn't like the idea of it and I and I've seen comments about the Joker movie how it's like fetishizing mental health yeah but it's mm-hmm. like it's making it like like him being the main character was also kind of like an iffy move just because of you know the crazy people we have right now like doing bad stuff that are basically or the potential ones that are looking for something in pop culture to, to idolize, justify idolize exactly mm-hmm. justify so and look at what happened with the last guy that justified himself as Joker yeah, yeah. so I feel like as good as a character study would be, because I, w- I didn't like Taxi Driver either because it's the same thing. Yeah. I, 
That's just me. I, I didn't. I just felt icky. Uh, well, okay. I've seen it from that uh, that POV. Yeah. And I really dug. Obviously, I love that film actually. But I can see why you don't like it. I kind of feel the same way about um, 13 Reasons Why. I haven't seen it, but I feel like it kind of glorifies suicide, mm-hmm. you know, in a way. So that's one of the things that I'm like, I don't think that should be put on television personally. So I, I get exactly what you're saying. I've never actually thought about it in that point of view. It's, like it's, just, it's just a, it's just a I, I feel like as filmmakers, we have a certain responsibility to the stories that we tell. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, I don't want to limit anyone at the same time, yeah. but... I think you got to read the room. No, and it's true. You know, actually, funny enough that you just said that, you know the guy that uh, killed Nipsey checked in into a mental health clinic and said that he was mentally ill before he got actually caught. Did you hear about that? Bullshit. No. Yeah, exactly bullshit. bullshit. But it's exa- that's exactly it's just, it. It's just a cop-out. It's out. a cop-out, exactly. So... Um, so yeah, I didn't even think about that in that in that uh, perspective, man. That's actually pretty good. That's no, your seriously. Mind, that's your mind being blown. Yeah. So speaking of, whoosh, let's talk about another <laughs> onomatopoeia Shazam opened up this weekend and bagged 53 million opening and 56 million, including the two pre-screeners from two weeks ago. Overall, 102 overseas compared to other superhero films opening weekend. That was a flop. Was it? Was it a flop? <laughs> what do you guys think? I think, I think I think for the character called Shazam, I think that's pretty solid. Yep, I agree. Um, Warners, I think, if I'm not mistaken, were projecting it do 45. They always lowball, obviously, what what they uh, their projections a little bit. Obviously, not a known character, but bringing in 53 mil opening weekend for a character that's not really well known. And again, like I stated last week, um, a lot of people that I did tell to go see this film were not interested. They nearly know it looks goofy. I don't want to see it. Um, I feel like it did pretty good, to be honest with you. Ralph, what did you think about the movie? Um, and this has something to do with this. What did you think of Lights Out? What I think about it overall, I thought it was yeah. a pretty good movie. Like, but so the reason I ask is because the guy who directed Lights Out did Shazam. So um, I just, like I said, like I, I, that's all I really have to say about the the, the box office. But I, I, I um, I'm just happy for that guy. He gets to make more of these movies in general. That's good. I mean, but I don't know. Like with um, with Shazam, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I can't really give like my whole opinion about it. I think it's going pretty well for the movie, especially since like with DC's like past track records of being inconsistent with the type of movies that are coming out in terms of like quality. It's it's pretty good, 53 million opening weekend, um, but definitely compared to like other like superhero movies that have come out, I would say it's a flop. Yeah, I think you got to look at the budget as well. I don't think it had a, had, a, had a highest budget as like most of them. Maybe I didn't look budget to be completely honest. No, with you guys want to look that up? There's that, but it's like there's still like the reception for people that plan on not watching the movie just yeah. because of like how the movie looks. <laughs> I actually converted uh, two of my friends that they went to go check it out and they actually like loved it. I plan on watching it. Yeah. And it didn't. It took you convincing me like the. That's what I was about I to ask like, you. It's yeah. like does the marketing alone like make you someone who's not really into these films like actually want to go see it? No. Yeah. 
No, it doesn't, I don't think they did a good, good job. job at all. No. Yeah, it doesn't do a good job because like you're looking at it, you're just like, what? Another DC movie? Why is this goofy? Yeah. This is yeah. completely different this from is... like BVS and like Justice League and Aquaman yeah. and Wonder Woman. And you're just like, is Who this... the fuck is Shazam? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I... yeah. yeah, it's like, I get why they made a movie for Shazam since like he's a, I, what is he like? He was he's in, a Justice, in the Justice League in a new 52. So, uh, he, no, he's well, been around no, he, for he actually, years. You know, he, uh, he was, when the New Fifty Two came on, he he wasn't introduced with it, but he was actually like it was weird. He didn't he didn't have his own comic at first. He was in the the when you finish uh, the first few issues of Justice League, it has an issue of Shazam in the back, and then later they put those issues into like a collection, and he got his own story. But at first, he was literally in the back pages of Justice League. So yeah. he was just pretty much started off like as short stories, little short comics for you to read at the end. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I mean, no, he's, he's had his own like series before, but I'm saying like in regards to New 52, that's how he yeah. started just because like yeah. people were like trying to reintroduce him. Did you guys see uh, Justice League War, the animated film? Because he's one. He's in it. Yes. He's, yeah, yes. He's, that, that, that was a change. That was, that, he wasn't supposed to be in that. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. great though. I mm-hmm. thought, I thought, and it, again, the character, I thought served purposes of the story I, and I, I, I dug the hell out of this movie. I kind of want to Say what, what you didn't feel, didn't grasp you. I just think it needed more moments with the kids. Okay, and there was some shaky acting from those kids. Uh, people are like saying, "Oh, the kids are so great." They weren't awful, but the little girl, for example, she she was not. You didn't like well. her. Uh, I forgot her name, but now the. I didn't like her. I the the younger girl. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I thought she was a uh, pretty rough as an actress. I liked her. <laughs> I think she was awful. I'm oh. just saying that, like, as far as like quality wise, we're so. Have you seen Dumbo? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we're so used to at least nowadays. Agreed. To these amazing kid actors, Ralph. You you know we we saw a movie um, this past uh, weekend where the kid acting was subpar for most of the movie, and that's because we're so spoiled by all these other kids that they find that are amazing. Yeah, and it's not even like a recent thing. Even like growing up with like uh, child actors, you see like the potential that they have, and you kind of like set a high bar from your, for yourself. I've been recently like rewatching like the show called Malcolm in the Middle with like uh, oh, Frankie, Frankie Munoz, Munoz. Yeah. and him as a child actor is amazing. But well, I, I, everyone on that show yeah. is hey, fucking amazing. Everybody overall is overall. amazing. And you just look at it, you're just like, wow, like you, he was legit a little kid. And he carries the whole show on his back. Yeah. Um, Fresh off the boat does did it too. Yeah. Fresh off the boat was like that. And Blackish, Blackish has turned some serious fucking actors yeah. out there. Everything from TV shows from Blackish, Stranger Things, especially, mm-hmm. yeah. all the way to cinema with like um, what's it what's a recent like uh, child actor that's really good inside movies besides the movie It. I know there's um. Like recently, well, room. room, room, Jacob Tremblay, man. Yes. I just came off from Brother Academy. Anybody see mid nineties? How did that kid do? I didn't, I didn't see that. It's coming out. I forget what streaming service is on. It's not Hulu because I looked, no. um, but I don't know it's coming out. I know, a couple but it people. looks good. Yeah, no, it and it good. yeah, it looks. I heard solid. it was good. The last yeah. kid actor I saw that was incredible was Umbrella Academy. It's a show, but you guys. Yeah, that it. that kid, the 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 time swap. What's his name? What's his character's name? Five. Five. Mm, what's his real name? And, and like they call him Five for no, most no, of the shows. No, no, shows, no, no. So I, I mean the actor. Oh, the kid. Name? No, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm, I'm gonna call him Five. Five. Yeah, Five. Um, 
No, yeah, he did really well in that. I watched all of an Umbrella Umbrella Academy. There, he got renewed by a sec, for a second season. Yes, yeah, as it should be. As it should be. Um, but yeah, and, and uh, but going back to Shazam, and it, it also yeah, there was also some inconsistencies with the with the <clears throat> with the pacing. At the end, I feel like it kind of just like tried to like exactly <laughs> go zero to sixty. Yeah. I didn't like. Not I didn't like it. I just didn't think they would do a certain thing with the family. I know I think what you're, you're talking about. about. I didn't think they'd do that in the first movie because then I think it makes Shazam less special. Okay. And Zendaya. Then, Sorry. That's another child actor that's blowing it out of the water. Zendaya? Zendaya. She a kid? She's, she's not a kid. She's a child actor that transformed into an actress. Yes, she's a kid. Oh, well, she's like, movie. I don't think she's 21. She started no, off in Disney. No, she, she's, yeah, uh, she's, yeah, a, she's at least like, 19. That's no, why I said I don't think she's no, even 21. She's tw- no, she's no, actually, 21. she might be actually 21. She's 21. Let's see. No, actually, I think she's turned 22, like... I don't know, whatever. Year, okay, so... Either way. Right. Yeah, either um, way. But like, yeah, the, she's not a kid. That was... Uh, I thought oh, that was a good surprise. I understand. I, I kind of agree that it kind of took away... I know what you're exactly. Like, as a comic fan, about. I was like, "Oh, that's pretty." I'm cool. like, "That is awesome." Yeah. I didn't see that coming, and again, that's one of the things about this film. I didn't see a lot of it coming, so it was and one of those things age, that she's it was, 22, but yeah, she started off was, in Disney and became like a like a child actor that yeah that grew. Yeah, so I I I just didn't think the trailers look good, but I'm like, is this gonna be too goofy? I, I I like comedy, but also you know I take my comic books movies pretty serious. So I think when I went to go see Shazam, I was really wowed by it by not expecting a whole lot. Keeping of Keeping your of standards. Yeah, low. I was. I I went in there cautious. You know, I was hyped for it. I'm not gonna say I wasn't, but I didn't want to overhype myself, and I think I kind of like. You know, it, it it exceeded my expectations a little bit because I thought I, I thought the kid from it was fantastic. Um, Wolfgang. Uh, no, no, he's not in no, the movie. He's it's, not in the movie. It's, it's uh, a kid that oh, was that's right. It's the other kid. Yeah, it's it's, uh, uh, it's Eddie from yeah, yeah, uh, the yeah. Hypochondriac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. He. I thought he was great. Some again. I said. Dad, what a difference the haircut makes. Because for a minute there was like. Yeah, I said. I not all of his jokes landed for me, but a lot of them did. And I thought he. I thought the chemistry between. I'd say nine out of ten. Yeah. Landed, no, yeah. no, it was, he was good. He was really good. But I thought the chemistry between him, him and uh, Levy, were great, and him and. Um, Angel, Asher Angel. I thought once once he was Billy and once he was Shazam, they they worked well off. I thought there was a little inconsistency, like I said, between the character of Billy and Shazam. I think I think uh, I think Zachary Levy was playing Shazam, and instead of playing Billy, Billy. Batson as Shazam, yeah, in a way which didn't take away that much from the movie. But like I'm saying, like it that took it took me it took it away from like I had a really good time. Like I, I think the movie's really good, but I just didn't come out. It was the I didn't, I didn't come out. Uh, Feeling it. That's it. Okay. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and we're, well, that's what we got for news. And now we're going to go ahead and jump into a review of a movie that we've all seen. Look at that. So we can all actually participate woo-hoo, in actual discussion. So uh, Pet Cemetery was another win for a Stephen King adaptation. So they actually pulled $25 million, million for opening weekend. And so we all saw it. When did you guys see it? Was it two days ago? Three days ago? I know it was over the weekend that we saw it. Okay, yes, so we it was, saw it, it early, was, then you guys saw it. It was yep. not yesterday, it was the day before. Right. Okay, so it was two days ago. All right. So comparing it to the success of It... Yeah, it's not even close. It's to not it. even no. close. No. Not even close. How do we feel about the film overall? I mean, I, 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 you guys can check out my review. It's on cinesports.com. <laughs> Shameless plug. Shame. Shame. Hey, I, I went ham this past week. I put up like five articles, so... Kyle, go. I'm coming for you, bro. <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, so I saw it twice. All right, I saw it early with the uh, uh, with Nardo and. Um, and, and friends, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Nardo and friends yeah. is like a and bad then, and then TV I saw show. It, I saw it over there. Sounds like a then, band. Yeah, and then I saw it on uh, on Thursday night with my girlfriend and my best friend. Ooh. And um, they, I want to say that my best friend did not like it at all. <laughs> he thought he didn't. He did not dig it. He's and he went in there blind. He did not see the original. He, he had, never seen the original. No, uh, you're, wrong one. It's Gabe. I went with Gabe. Oh, you went with Gabe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he he went in there. He didn't know, and then that's why I got by, confused. I was like, yeah. But by the time we went, um, the movie ended or whatever. Gabe doesn't Again, like I anything had, though. I know. Glad, he actually loves Shazam. He was the one that he I, loved Shazam. He loved it. He thought mm. it was great. I'm telling. Listen, that was like a running joke. Like if Gabe li- like he's like Mikey like you know if Gabe likes it then like Mikey it must likes be good. it. It must be good. Yeah, because he doesn't like. But Gabe. anyway, so the um. Jumping into the the movie, the first time I saw it, and we saw it, we we saw it together, and we mm-hmm. went to go eat after the movie, and then we started, you know, obviously discussing it. Um, we walked out of there, and we were all like, "It was good." We didn't love. We kind of did this. Yeah, it was like, fine. Mm-hmm. It was fine, and mm-hmm. like I told her, it, it's it's not a bad thing for a movie to be good. You know, it, not every movie has to be amazing. Nothing. Uh, not every movie has to like blow our minds. Like it, it, if it's good, it's good. It's fine. You know. Um, seeing it a second time again, I still enjoyed it, but my um, my thoughts on it kind of dropped just a tiny little bit. Um, seeing it the second time, there's a lot of um, expedition in that film. Mm, yes. Yeah. Okay. You okay. know what? Yes, I fully agree. <laughs> yeah. The first hour is expedition. Yeah, it's expedition, 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 yeah. expedition. Expedition. Sorry. Yeah, no, expedition. I'm like you're exploring the movie. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of expedition too. Yeah. <laughs> so especially um, slow pace. Yeah, and it's very slow. It's a very slow paced film, and that's what they they got out of it. They're like, it's kind of boring until the the third act. You know, um, and I felt like the direct, the director, no, directors, directors, directors exactly. Yeah. So there, there was two. Um, I felt like they kind of um, really like try to like dumb it down for the audience. Like kept saying like, "Hey, this is what the pet cemetery is. Hey, this is what the pet." And then every character would give. Oh, well, at least you know, um, John Lithgow's character would uh, Yo, refresh John Lithgow's character <laughs> it's, it's funny because it, you, we said two directors and it kind of feels like when you're in a group project and that one person is putting in all the work yeah. <laughs> the other person came and filmed the last 30 minutes of the movie yeah. and was like put my name on it bro <laughs> but out. overall overall I mean I thought the, the, the third act was solid it, you know it literally went zero to a hundred um, compared to the pacing of the film overall the whole uh, switcheroo from the original, I didn't mind it. I actually thought it gave the character more depth compared to, I mean. Wait, which character? <laughs> the, I'm sorry, the, uh, the little girl. Compared, if you've seen the original, correct? I, I've seen the original, okay, yeah. So and that's given switch. away so, in the trailers. Yeah, so, so. exactly. And I feel like if you guys away. are listening to this and you haven't seen the movie, stay away from the trailers because I think it would have been more impactful going in blind, to be completely honest with you. Because that's mm-hmm. what kind of ruined the movie for me. Yeah, because like after watching the original and then you go and see um, see the new movie, the remake, you're just like, oh, oh, this is the twist. I'm yeah, kidding. like yeah, exactly. Like- <laughs> and not only that, and one of the things, one of the things my girlfriend mentioned, which I, I liked, was when you see that first trailer, they actually don't show you exactly what the whole switch is, right? And they make it seem like it's still gonna stick with- to with the book, and that they weren't gonna do any twists. And even while they're filming the movie, and that scene comes up they still make it seem like it's going to be 
um, you know, just like the original. And then, and you know, and they they it switches last minute, and it's a different character, which you know the the twist happens or whatever. Um, but I felt like if you were filming, what was she said? She goes, if they were filming the movie that way, right? And they even shot it to that point where. You know, they make it seem like it was going to go one route, but then they twist it at the end. Why even show that in the trailer if while you're filming the movie, you're you're still trying to tell the audience like, hey, look, you know, we're going we went this route instead of that route. But you ruined it in the trailers. We already know what's going to happen. Why even shoot it that way? Right. You yeah. Know? Which, um, again, makes a lot of. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, like we're just thinking about it. It's like, is it okay for us to like discuss it? Because like at this point, it's not even like a twist anymore. Since like exactly, it's on the trailer. There's another twist. There's another twist in it. There's another further away. Apparently, the entire ending is like different. It's completely different. It's completely completely different. different. Yeah, different. But the ending is completely. No, I'm uh, not talking the ending. I'm talking about what uh, really uh, happened. I would say yeah. Like I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's like they went ahead and just like. Killed the girl instead of the instead of the little boy, and I'm just like it would have been like a nice surprise if it wasn't shown in the trailer. Agreed. Now my whole thing was this: I like I didn't mind it to be completely honest with you. Kill whatever kid you want; it's fine. (laughs) Sounds so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds so bad. Hey, I felt that way about Hereditary. (laughs) Like kill them both, kill them all. No, 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 no. But I mean, the thing is that I feel okay. uh, I mean that. I feel like the actress, and I, I think you didn't like, that's what you, was, you were saying with Shazam, you didn't think her acting was very well done, right? One, once the whole uh, uh, voodoo st- shenanigans happens, her acting got way better. I'm saying, like, that's what I'm saying, that for, for a better part of the movie, her acting was very flat. Yeah. Well, the thing was that I feel like with the kid, we weren't gonna, we weren't going to get that. You get me? Like I, I like the whole character, like the character development between the girl with Judd, the relationship with yeah. them. Like it was, like I liked her arc a lot, and I felt like with the little boy, we weren't gonna get that. That kid that did it in the original is a freak of nature. He's been acting since he was like, yeah, straight out of the womb. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I was like, I like the twist to be I completely imagine, like <laughs> straight out of the womb. It's like makeup. Yeah. <laughs> now like, get this goop, get get this goop off me. me. Get this goop off me because I need to look good for this shot. Where's my masseuse? <laughs> yeah. Straight up, man. Raul. My, my back already hurts. I carry this whole delivery. <laughs> so yeah, so for me, like the way when they did the whole switch, I liked it. I liked that. Um, I thought she she did great. Honestly, she was creepy, man. I have, I have a question. She's in uh, Shazam as well. The girl is she? I don't no, know. no, no, no. I was yeah. just comparing. I was just she was comparing kid comparing. actors. Okay, yeah, no, okay, she's that, not. Okay, that was she's like, not. That's why I was like, man. what? Just, like, because you mentioned not apples to oranges, not apples oh, okay, to apples. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, she sucked. <laughs> you didn't like her. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. No. It's fine. It, the the one thing because we we went with a friend of ours that uh, uh the the friend that uh the girl who's basically me but a, a female. Nice. Uh, she she went with us and she's very critical about film. So when uh we I originally wanted to go see us that night. But then, like I said, we you know we decided to like get everyone else, more people together, and then go see Pet Cemetery because, you know, like, for example, Black Ralph already saw us. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, let's go see a movie. I was down. But when I saw the trailer and this this uh, this girl was coming, and she because uh, she's a, and um because I know how critical she is about film, I looked at the trailer. I'm like, this particular horror film looks very commercial. It can mm-hmm. still be good, but this looks like a commercial horror film as far as uh, as compared to. 
as compared to an Us or a Get Out, like those are like auteur, like very niche types of horror films. Yeah. Or Pet Cemetery, honestly, because I haven't seen the original one, but I'm saying like this version, I'm like, this looks like they made this for a mass audience. They did. They did. Like they you guys did. said, it's exactly like, what it was. I think, I think you said it, Black Rock, or who said it? That they dumbed it down. Yeah, it's, yeah. It seemed like that. Yeah, it, they did. <laughs> That's why I'm saying, like, they're capitalizing I, on King's name. They're just like, oh, it's a King movie. Yeah. You guys liked it, right? You liked it. Yeah. Here you go. Well, Here's another King's, one. King's name. I, I think they were just capitalizing on like how successful it was. But that's, but exactly that's what I mean. They used But that's what I'm saying. And they're just like, oh, we could do these movies again. Yeah. But that's what oh, I mean by King's name. And, I'm and, sorry. That's what I mean by yeah, King's yeah. name. I yes. honestly don't think it, it's necessarily a bad thing because I still think the pet this Pet Cemetery is still better than the original, the 1989 version. You go back to that film. It's just I, of, of course, like you know. And so it is a better film, and I don't think it's a bad thing. I just felt like they they now with the um more freedom that we have, I guess, as filmmakers, and we can get a little edgier. I felt like it was still a little tamed. Does yeah. that make sense? No, like, it was tamed. It, it, it was tamed. It was tamed. And even though the movie has like a bigger budget, there are a lot of times the movie felt cheap to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like when they um went over and they crossed over to get into like the burial ground. Yeah. It looked like it was kind of a janky burial it, yeah, ground. Yeah, it looked like I don't know if it looked like a green screen or it's just like a really like, like awful looking. Yeah, set. Like, like it was grainy. Yeah, it was yeah, like what I'm the just fuck like, is going on? It's like what's with this cheap B movie swamp? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I've been watching so many like lower budget movies that like when I saw that to me it just felt like this is Normal. a thing. Yeah, no. honestly, I bet if like you like color graded to like black and white you'll think is this like that movie the like, you from the black lagoon it's like, yeah, there you yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> it just looked it just looked bad and then when they actually reached the burial ground the steps and I was just looking up and I'm just like yeah, wow that's what you went like, with yeah I was just like wow that's it's really bad they could have done it's it like, better they could have done way better no I but I didn't hate it they could have gone to an actual swamp shoot on location man yeah. drown a little bit no yeah. um, I felt <laughs> like the there was drown. kill the kids <laughs> and drown man no I feel like um, they where was I going with this brain fart sorry there was not a lot of payoff. Like the mom, I thought she was fantastic. Actually, um, I, it was her name, Amy C. Say, you're on your own. I'm sorry, man. Whatever, seismics or whatever. Anywho, I thought she was great. However, the, um, I wanted more Zelda. That's what creeped me out in the original film. It was the the sister. Zelda, Zelda scarred me. I First felt, of all, bad parenting all around in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad parenting. I felt like Jason Who Clark. The fuck he, leaves he, people like that yeah. with that weirdo. Jason phone. Clark wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. Amy Simons. Simons, right? Yeah. yeah. Simons. Uh, Simons. Um, no, I was just like, it looks weird. Yeah. So I liked uh, again. I I thought Jason Clark's uh, acting was fine, but his character is very one noted. I wanted more Victor Pascal. He was more. He was a bigger character in the original film and in the book. I haven't read mm-hmm. the book. Spark notes. But based off the <laughs> no, but based off the movie uh, of the original movie, I felt like he was very like pushed to the side. Um, he was the main guy we were following, and I felt like he was the least interesting character. Exactly, and he's not in the original film. Like, I mean, granted, cornier in the in the original, yeah. But he was a bigger role, and I felt like, like he was kind of pushed the, aside. The voice of reason. makeup on that was fantastic, yes. though. That that scene with the um with the accident when they first when yeah, you first get brain, introduced like, with the brain coming out, yeah, man, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but I felt like again, very like thrown away character. The uh, the um, development. I mean, not development. The uh, 
I guess the on-screen cam, I guess, with uh, Lithgow and, and Clark. I wanted more of that. Like, I felt like... They the, weren't very loving. I thought the chemistry... Yeah, I thought the chemistry between him and the girl was the, better. Yeah, the pacing was very off. Can I just say, this is my last thing I want to say about this movie. The reason why I wasn't so... I, I didn't hate it either, Nardo. But the reason why I can't come out saying I can recommend this movie is because it's just people making bad decisions for the sake of making bad decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John Lithgow's character is... Uh, should be clinically arrested and Great. put into a mental hospital because he just made dumb decisions for the sake of it. And he's not going to reveal it. I'll tell you. I'll you know. Yeah. We'll, I will discuss this later. But yeah. like you said, Nardo, bad parenting, bad decisions, and that's what makes horror movies bad. Is pe- white people shit. Yeah, straight white up. People shit. Straight up. So check this out. Yeah. You would hate. Lewis's character, which is Jason Clark's character, even more in the original because mm-hmm. he does even dumber shit. Which I thought, and you're a doctor, and, yeah, and that's why I liked the ending to this movie. To be completely honest with you, versus the original ending, because I was like, ah, they didn't go with this stupid ending from, from yeah. the original movie, because they, I guess, believe it or not, they smartened the character up just a little bit. Okay, so so to wrap up this discussion, one last question: What King movie do you think should get the next remake? You know what I was thinking. Um, we were. I think we talked about this. Maybe I'd not. like to see Cujo. We did talk about. You did say Cujo. Yeah. I was down with Cujo. Actually, I, you know, but I believe I voted for Misery. Misery would be I was, fantastic. I was, yeah. was going to say Misery, or actually no, uh, Stand by Me for me. Stand by Me. Hell it's yeah. not a Stephen King book. Yes, it's a adaptation. No, he wrote Stand by Me. Yeah, absolutely. He did. Absolutely. He wrote Shawshank too. Uh, I know that. Okay, I know that. Stand, not too. Stand by just me. Shawshank yes. Redemption. I know that. Yeah. Oh, what? Well, uh, Stand by me. He wrote. What about the Mist? Nobody, nobody gonna vote for. Well, the they mist. just did the Mist not too long ago. And they got like a TV show now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like the Mist? Huh? Did you like the Mist? Yeah, I liked the Mist. Love that movie, bro. The- <laughs> that ending? What? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it, like, We're fucked still, up in the head. It's still stuck in my head. Because I love, like, I love okay, fucked up yeah. endings. Story by yeah. and, and screenplay, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Stephen but it's, I, I was talking about book, but yeah. Uh, okay, book? I get it. Uh, uh, That's why need, I said misery. Have you, you to remake Dark film. Tower? Make it actually good? Oh, there you go. Have you seen uh, Sometimes They Come Back? No, I haven't. The Tommy Knocker's Thinner. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of movies that they could have done. There's a lot. Yeah. But I'm really... Stuck on Stand By Me Because we need a really good Like coming of age Like story Agreed Boys. Like, You know what yeah, really Yeah with like camaraderie Between them You too. know what I we don't well, get enough of that These days That's what I feel It was though To be honest with you It reminded me a lot Of Stand By Which Me Which is why I like it Yeah So much Yeah it was fantastic I cannot wait for wait chapter for 2 Actually Pet Cemetery Was like maybe top 5 Most anticipated And I can say I got disappointed by it But I Again did it. it just didn't it, meet it my expectations just, it, exactly. it's still I think still think it's a good it's a C I legit, it's a film. legit that's what I gave it I came out in a movie and I was just like okay it's fine. this movie's fine it's fine and then I thought about all the scenes I'm just like okay I hate it I like okay I can't watch it seeing it the second it time me and Captain I Marvel I can't watch it again <laughs> yeah. like, no seeing it the second time I was like yeah no it wasn't as good as I thought originally but I still didn't I still it's fine it just dropped from like I guess B minus to C you know I think we need to stop making just fine movies. I think that's what the last year to me personally, 2018 was a lot of fine movies. I think we're doing that now. So just take more risk, guys. Wait, that's wait, it. Wait, 2018 was fine movies? Black I don't know. Panther. I don't know. We got some hereditary. No, yeah, of the top 10. <laughs> oh, okay. But um, I'm saying like, like so 10 out of 50 general. exactly 10 out of 50 like i can like i my, my top 10 was very specific and like everything outside of the top 10 was just fine 
Oh. Well, speaking of things yeah. that aren't... Okay, I could agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, things that are not just fine, but fine. I think we wanted to go ahead and jump into the pit because we haven't been in the pit in a while. So we decided that, and by we, we mean like Cloud said this is what we should talk about and we all kind of agree. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, we're calling this the, the mountain. No. I'm sorry, Mount Cloud la is montaña. the one, the montaña. Um, basically, everybody here got to see the Dirt, aka the Motley Crew um, biopic, which basically held no punches. That was very gritty compared to some other biopics, <coughs> Bohemian Black, Rhapsody. Blackrock didn't see it, just saying. You didn't yeah. see it? But you yeah. saw Bohemian Rhapsody, right? No, no. no but you can still contribute to the conversation. Trust wait, me. Wait for her. You can. Wait. Yes. <laughs> that basically uh, showed a queen in a very different light. So uh, do you think biopics are better when the persons or persons are still alive? You know, um, they've been, the, all the members of Motley Crue are alive and they've been kicking this around, you know, and, and if, as opposed to Freddie Mercury who like died. So what do you think is better? Like, do you think that biopics are better if someone is dead? Like my t-shirt Or <laughs> Beedy beedy bum bum Yeah I'm wearing my Selena t-shirt Or Selena um, Or like If they're still alive So they can have maybe A voice in how the story gets told Which is what happens well, in the dirt Yeah the, Well the, the dirt the, is the The book. dirt is uh, Yeah Basically what we're, what we're uh, Saying is that The dirt didn't pull any punches It's very gritty Very R-rated Yeah that's what I heard Yeah like, First five minutes you're like oh, This is like a porn But you do realize <laughs> What their disclaimer for it was Right that when these story, the, they can't even fully justify everything yeah. because they were, they were out of it. So yeah. they're like, this is how I, re- I remember it. But there's things that in the dirt that I, even Rolling, Rolling Stones went back and did like a little bit of a breakdown. There's things in there that, 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 don't, that, don't, yeah. that happens, but happen the wrong way. Like the door guy is actually the partner to their manager that was very much involved in their career, but he's not in the movie. Or like he is in the movie, but just as a door guy and that's it. Well, we're I, gonna, I like that they reference that though. Yeah. They do. Yeah. They do. You'll, you'll see what I mean. Um, I think and so. The reason I brought this up was because of that friend, that the the female version of me that we took to go see Pet Cemetery because they played the trailer for the Elton John movie, which I'm super excited for. Straight up, though, let me be real with you. It looks like a very generic biopic. It does. But what she said to me that actually like made me think. What she uh, what she said is. Um, isn't it crazy or don't you think it's kind of weird that they're making the movie and the guy's still alive and that got me thinking I was like wow does that really play a role into these movies so then I went looking because a friend of mine Christopher uh, who who's, who uh, shot one of my videos for me he uh, sent me this video like a long time ago but it was half an hour long so I'm like bro I'm not going to have time to watch this so I find, because of this conversation I finally got to look at uh, to watch it and it was uh, basically a video essay on the tired formula of the music biopic mm-hmm. and it went into all these and one of the points was how much a role the estate or the actual person if they're alive has to do with it so one of the the major issues with these biopics especially music biopics is the formula mm-hmm. i have i wrote it down here begins late in the uh, the movie always starts late in the career uh, before a big show flashback to a scarring childhood moment uh, moment of discovery performances in the scene where they you know they record the hot song then that song becomes a hit heavy montage of them touring drugs marriages and relationships become estranged due to distance and drugs dark period where they push each other away and are usually not sober rehab cleanup reunion big concert freeze frame ending and then a text like text saying what happened like 
like how you know it's like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh you know like unless uh, you're unless you're the dirt and then it's rehab together rehab together rehab <laughs> last time together exactly so, <laughs> there's like a few back and forth there for a while but so it got me thinking even though this was the original discussion it got me thinking about the producer's role in these movies and or really the, the thin skinness of certain people mm. like Molly Crew, they know how fucked up they were they're like listen tell it as fucked up as you need to because that that's, that's what, what story well, exactly that's our story whereas other groups for example Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. didn't want to go that route they wanted to put Freddie in, in, a, in a great light and that's all fine that's fine yeah but the changes they chose to make that didn't happen because I'm fine you know me I'm fine making uh, you know changing stuff uh, of when they n- have uh, paint by numbers yeah Exactly, but the, what they changed made it paint by numbers. Yes. For example, that of Michael Myers character, the the record label guy, Never did not exist. They put that in there, and then this is a line from the. I saw this in the video, but this is a line from Bohemian Rhapsody that got me thinking, or got me like 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 really thinking. Maybe this is the part where I started not to like the movie. This is a, a, a legit line that the Michael Myers character says: "Formulas work. Let's stick with the formulas. I like formulas." Aside from the fact that he just did the same thing three times, which bothers the hell out of me in scripts. <laughs> it bothers the hell out of me in, in reviews, in reviews too. Yeah. It, it, it goes to that whole notion of all these biopics. And it's not even just the music ones. Biopics in general. You know, essentially music ones are the perpetrators of this that try to cover this whole entire lifespan of a band, a music group, or a, per, or a musician and go and just follow these paint-by-numbers things every single time. You watch Ray, um... You watch Straight Outta Compton. You know, they can be entertaining. This one was I'll, different. I'll say, this one was yeah, different. Yeah, I was actually going to mention Selena. I thought Selena and was she actually... And was dead. Well, no, I was going to say, well like... Done. No, no, of course. Like, there are some that shine through. Like, you said, like, I'll Always Swear by Love and Mercy, the Steve Jobs movie. Scorsese is the, the prime example of this. Raging, or Raging Bull, the way he shot that. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, The Aviator... Those were good. Yeah, but those are music people. No, but but that's what I'm saying. Like you're no, but no, but the form. I'm saying there is a biopic formula as well. But the one that you said was a music based. So that's what I'm saying. So what you're saying is that maybe taking the lens from those well written and and directed and filmed ones and trying to apply it to a musical person. No, I'm just saying because really the musical ones are the one, but that's the formula. I'm just saying that's the formula you read was a musical one. So I'm saying, no, I'm saying like, but what other biopics do that are music based? What they do is they try to because you you read you you heard me read that formula. It's a long formula because they go from the inception all the way to the end, and which is what other biopics, whether it be of a a random person or not random, but like a a non musician, do. And that's because that's just the formula they that is tried and true. But see, when movies like the Selena movie, for example, or Love and Mercy, or uh, Churchill, for example, movies like that come out that we know are great, and we're like, oh, we we always like you just pointed to that movie, like, oh, this movie wasn't like that, right? But the fifty other ones are. So okay, movies, so movies no, like I, th- I thought you were trying to state an argument that if they filmed more like. The ones that are great, like maybe not try to do the whole lifespan, but focus on like specific moment yeah. or key moments, moments, the yeah. key moments versus every moment. That's the argument I thought you were making, which the Wolf of Wall Street, like it's long because it does do almost every moment, but it does focus primarily on just like the lenses of one way. Right. That's what I thought you were saying. 
kind of like what I was saying. Yeah, but okay. no, actually, no, it's it's pretty spot on. But I was just saying, that, like, I'm not trying to limit it to just musician biopics. They're just a big. Um, they're just the ones that follow the formula a lot, exactly. A lot because, more because there's so, so far, many of them. Yeah, there's like overabundance when it comes to like music biopics now. Exactly. It's like a trend that's going on. I think it's because uh, you know what I think it is, and this is actually coming from. I, I want to say Bruce Willis is the one that said it. I want to say, but I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But base, it was either Bruce Willis or Johnny Depp that they basically said something like, and, I, and I'm saying this because they're both music, musicians, they're like, nobody really wants to be an actor as much as everybody wants to be a, magician, a musician. Like a lot more people find it more interesting to create music than it is to act. And I think that overall that is... I think it's because uh, musicians are, are, are much more like tangible. Like you can go see them in person at a concert. Like you won't really see an actor and an actress outside of the realm of what, of like the screen. Yeah. So I think that people are actually naturally gravitate more towards music people. And also because it's an emotional based, not that film when, isn't. When you say actors and actress, like outside of the screen, you mean like, the roles that they play themselves? Or? No, just them as as people because you only know them as their roles. You don't know them as the person whereas right. you hear an album, you you touch that person because they're assuming that they wrote it and they and they put it together. You feel like you're feeling them like and I'm I'm only going to use her because right now she's her album is what's forefront Ariana like Grande. Ariana Grande. <laughs> but look, back. Ariana Grande has been through but if you look at her life publicly, she'd make a great biopic. First of all, the shooting happened at her concert and her boyfriend committed suicide. And like she herself went from like Nickelodeon Disney star to this girl who now. She was a Nickelodeon? She she was I don't know she had a spin off show too. She started off her career in Victorious. Yeah. Oh, I don't I don't yes. know anything about her. I just know and that obviously I've heard some of her songs obviously on the radio and I know she dated Mike Miller and I know she dated Big Sean and I know she's from here, I think. She's right? from Boca. Boca, okay. Well yeah. Yeah. she's from Boca. It's but basically world. and basically she she does have like a pretty and if you listen to her album, she has like a specific song that's about you know, Pete Davidson dealing with her, dealing with Mac Miller dying. And it really, it's, it's really, really, really sad. Like the way she talks. So I think if you, if you, if you felt that sadness and losing someone and like, she basically says like, you know, she called it ghosting. Cause you know, the idea of like ghosting someone, yeah. but he actually is a ghost. Yeah. So like of how she says, like, I know you hear me cry at night and like, while I'm lying next to you. Yeah. So it's like one of those things that's that I think crazy. people connect to on an emotional level a lot faster than they do with films. Well, yeah, so I think course. that's why I music mean, biopics all, get the, the constant turn. We all have favorite yeah. artists. I, I guarantee yeah. you connect to whoever your favorite artist is. I feel like you know. Huh? What? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, <laughs> that's bullshit. But I feel like there are like some artists that you're able to connect with a lot more. I'm not trying to knock down somebody like Ariana Grande and stuff, but... um. Yeah. We on a superficial really, level we, yeah cause like we don't really know if like she really writes her own music or anything like that it could be somebody that Actually, took she, her story listen she publicly it admits it because she writes with artists that other artists have written with that don't put them in the forefront and she'll say she wrote it with that person then she's been known to be then that's like, good <laughs> they, do, they do the comparison of like especially when it comes to they did a, an argument of cultural appropriation and actually Ariana Grande is one of the very few artists that puts every person of color or person of, of minority descent in the forefront like if they do anything for her she will say no 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 no. this is a person that did it with me yeah. and other artists have done it and not given them the credit that they deserve yeah that like sucks. Jennifer Lopez <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I had to 
She is a minority. Does it count? <laughs> no, but no. it's like, no, but like she doesn't credit artists or anything. Like, no, 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 no. She, she does not. Like, if anything, she steals stuff from other artists. But we just leave that. Wow, for Jesus! I, never, I, mean, I don't feel? think I've ever met anybody who didn't like J Lo. This is not, no, no, no. It's not like I don't like her, but it's like but she the, can facts, sit on my face. the facts are the facts are there. <laughs> she has taken tracks from other people she doesn't give credit to the people that write or sing on the music there are like some songs a lot of hit songs that she's done that she doesn't even have her own vocals on the tracks as well mm. and you can still hear the original artist tra- um, vocals on it Jesus. but like I said I don't listen to Jello. that's a different one <laughs> that's a whole other episode yeah, that's, a, that's, that's something never listen to her that so musician biopics please <laughs> something different pick a moment or pick a few moments the, the whole Going over the, the whole lifespan of the of the act, it's in itself a, a boring one. Um, that's what that's. Did you like the way the dirt did it? That's what I was going to ask. What were your thoughts on the? They so, kinda, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. That. The dirt was very formulaic, mm-hmm. but they made up for it in very good character work. I mean, you know, MGK's acting aside, the other three were pretty I good. I felt he honestly. I went back and saw interviews of Tommy Lee. I don't think it was his acting. I just think Tommy Lee is that kind of person. Just that goofy. I think I, they, yes, he's, I, he's very goofy. I think they pussified, pussified, pussified. That's really interesting considering the opening scene. Yeah, no. Well, that's funny. Um, Tommy Lee. I think Tommy Lee was a lot crazier than that. Like interviews and you know all that stuff. I think. No, I, I, just, whole, felt, well, I just felt you, the, the character was very one note. But that's go I mean, back and watch MTV him. Cribs with him, and you'll see that character in that episode. But 100%. so so here's my thing with that as well. If I wanted to go back and watch the same thing on MTV Cribs, then I would just do that. No, no, no. The I mean, like his, his version. I get what you're saying, yeah. but like I'm saying, like that's why for me that fell flat even though if that's his character that's how actually he actually is that's fine but as a filmmaker you need to put on your own stamp on it uh, if I wanted to go watch an interview or, or go watch a, a set of theirs or whatever I just go do that it's like the whole thing with Behemoth Rhapsody like the ending with the with the concert if I wanted to watch the Live Aid show I'd go on YouTube and right now and look I up the Live Aid show and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you here because I think that there that that's not the same thing happening here I, I agree with you with the Bohemian Rhapsody thing like it's it's note for note for note Be, and, and at least in the in the performance part which yes I feel takes away from the movie because then you're not really putting your stamp on it and it's too note to note but I don't think that's necessarily the case here because I think that they they didn't over they didn't over exaggerate a lot of the characters and I think that Tommy Lee's and I know what you're saying like then for that I watched Tommy Lee because whatever but I think we never got to see Tommy Lee in that light when he started. So that's the thing. In this so, movie particular, this movie, all I know about Tommy Lee is that he was goofy. That's it. That's all there is to him in this movie. I think that's all there ever was to him. So I, But I think that that's a good thing to represent. But He's not a, lying. I don't know. He's not for lying me, about for himself. Me, but I, for I, me as a storyteller, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I look for something more. I'm not saying like he ruined the movie, but I'm saying like his act, I just didn't think he acted well. Who's your favorite? Uh, who was your favorite? Nikki? What do you think? Nikki Six? No. No. The- or uh, Ramsey Bolton? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> he was great. He was great. And I think, although they he, made him seem he, way older he, than he actually say, is. Uh, that character was way more one noted than Tommy Lee. He had background. I think I, I, think I, just, I, think I just like that character in general. Yeah, that's yeah. But, uh But he, it's funny because they made him way older. They made him seem way older than he actually is. He's only like four, four years older than, than Nikki Six. 
Yeah, yeah but in LA years, I might as well be 40. Make Mars, man. Yeah, like you're four years older in LA with all the drugs that went around in the 80s. Yeah. I'm saying I thought, of the I, four one note one of the four one noted characters, he was the best one noted character. Believe it or not, my my least favorite was uh, Vince, the guy that played Vince New. Yes. I thought his arc was good. I didn't know a lot of the things that happened. Neither did to him. I. That I was did shocking. not know that. No, I mean it's not a spoiler, but I, is it a spoiler if we talk about it? Yeah, like a real life occurrence that yeah. happened to well, him. Well the accident that happened with uh Raz. Razzle Razzle yeah. Razzle yeah. Who I thought was that first Slash I was like He looks a lot like really Well there's yeah. a Slash yeah. cameo In the movie Yeah I saw I saw Okay so did you know Little little fun FF. fact Little FF guys um, When Nikki Six ODs And dies It was actually um, Slash And Slash's girlfriend Who Bring him back Not the paramedic Oh Yeah And then I think I read that. Yeah, yeah. I read one of Slash's bio, uh, biographies. I said bio, Which biographies. I read an article today that Slash wants to do. That's a, what I was going to say. GNR story. Nope, he's got to wait. Like the dirt. No, he's got to wait. For me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but um, I I like the movie. I mean, I did. I liked it more, and that's another one that obviously since there was no marketing for it it's just like here you go i knew about it because i follow um tommy lee and nikki six on on instagram i follow nikki six on facebook and that is when he posted about it i was like this came out of nowhere yeah exactly so i was like oh man there i mean and i mean i thought i knew more motley crew than i did i didn't know no I, <laughs> I, was was I, I was i was reverse i was like i didn't think i knew enough motley crew and then i was like no i pretty much know a lot of it yeah, like yeah, wow yeah. like There's a lot a, of no, the songs well, i was like yeah I that is a motley crew song no no songs i know exactly no, like, just, but i mean yeah. story I didn't know about Vince's daughter. I didn't. I knew about the Raz accident. Um, See, for me, it was reverse. I didn't know about Vince's daughter. I didn't I did know, know about the Raz. I didn't I know, just, I didn't know about either. <laughs> I didn't know that they pronounced Nikki Six dead on air. On air, yeah. Like that was shocking to me. Like they actually, and then Vince didn't know, and he saw it on the news that he was dead. I was like, man, that's crazy. I didn't. Um, I there's a lot that I didn't. I knew music Heather, wise. I knew the music wise. I was like, story. I'm all over it. Kind of like, mad I didn't get to see Tommy Lee's dick. Straight up. Yep. <laughs> well, you did in the hot dog picture. <laughs> no, but I knew the Heather Locklear story because I remember yeah. when they did behind the music, he said that like that's that when was he was being away. a fucking asshole. But he was talking about him being an asshole at his wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that that whole occurrence where he was like blitzed out of his mind and Nikki Six was like, you're supposed to be my best man. Like he really did feel that way that he like kind of ruined. No, but I like, love the ending. How you the, uh, how you see the the comparison pictures. And they look, look way out. No, no, no. The, the wedding picture, you see Nikki yeah. Six is on his. He's like completely mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. Um, well, I guess the, the to, to kind of like roll it back to what we're saying. So I, I think it's not a, personally for me. So if I was directing, let's say, Guns N' Roses movie, mm-hmm. I'd wait till Axl Rose is dead. You think it matters if someone's dead? At least, well, in this well, particular uh, well, situation, Axel Rose. yes, because it's so, Axel Rose. It's Axel Rose. Axel Rose. You make a but point. But I, I do believe it. It really comes down. Uh, the producer's role is the at, uh, for these um, movies. It's the producers have always been in the most one of the most important roles. It's to, critical, to be yeah. fair, yeah. But I think it's even more critical in these movies because they need to know, or they need to be able to tell the musician, listen, we either do this in an artistic way or like we actually make a movie or we're not doing it that's just straight up like that's what I would think be like listen because like I, as much as I love these musicians like for example uh, um, 
my favorite band growing up was Escape to Fate. So if it's ever Escape to Fate, I'd pick, or if I was producing, I'd be like, I welcome your criticisms, but I don't want you involved that much because this is an interpretation of someone from outside mm-hmm. with help from you guys, of course, but it has to come out in a certain way. Because then, like I said, the whole Bohemian Rhapsody thing, or dude, straight out of Compton, Ice Cube's son is playing him. Yeah. Ice Cube is producing the movie. And Dre. And they took out a bunch of Dre scenes. A bunch. And they sugarcoated that, it. That de- so you yeah. think that the artist will have too that much control of the image versus like a look I think it's, dang- I think yeah, it's that, more dangerous if they yeah, do. That is something that I feel when it comes to like any type of biopic with the person alive. There's too much, there'll be too much bias with like, um, with the artist or person that's... Or the people that control the artist's image. If right. they let people control but look Right, at, because they want to make sure they see that person at a certain light. Well, this is what... But this is what um, where we were going. You uh, saying that the person should be dead, but look what happened with Bohemian versus the dirt that they gave you. No, I'm saying like it, it's situational. But yeah, I'm saying, for example, if it was for me for Guns N' Roses, just from like what I know, I'm the well, Axel is going to try to get full control. I'm like, I wouldn't have Axel be a part of this. Yeah, like don't up. come anywhere near the set, please. Yeah. yeah. And and their story is super interesting. You know what? And it's funny. It's funny you say that because um, a little known biopic actually did get made by someone who is still alive and probably would have a really interesting story. But because they're still alive, this is how they got away with it. They came out with a Britney Spears one that was on Lifetime. Yes, yes, yes. They came out with a Britney Spears one that was on Lifetime, and it was atrocious <laughs> because Britney had zero control. So they just went ham on like how she is, which she go figure. She's She's back in. She's back into mental health. Listen, yeah, she bro. checked herself in. Well, there was one based <sighs> off of the. If you the, follow uh, her on Instagram, you would have been like, "I'm surprised you didn't go in last year." Yeah, no, I don't. But um, one of the things that I they, I mean, the la- I guess it was a Lifetime movies because there was an Aaliyah one that apparently was yeah, like so bad. <laughs> um, and they did uh they did one based off of the uh, the Saved by the Bell, which I was so hyped for because I yeah. love that show and that thing was terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And it was supposed to be based off of uh, Dustin Diamonds' book, um, how he was like basically bullied on, on set. Like, uh, who plays Zach? Uh, Mark Paul Gloss- Grosser? Grosser? Yeah. He was the only real friend. He said that him, uh, Screech, and apparently um, Slater, uh, Mario Lopez, hated each other. They couldn't stand it. And you kind of see it in the, uh, in the Lifetime movie, but... Com- Compared to what I what people that have read the book and and saw the actual film, they're like, dude, they this movie was it was bad. I was looking forward to it. Man. So I, I guess, like I said, it, it's very situational. So this is like a weird discussion to have. But I just felt like it would be a, a, a interesting one to have. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the producer's role is even more critical in these than ever, and you know, the person the movie's about has to be thick skinned. Mm-hmm. Let's see a but Cardi the, B one. But oh. <laughs> Eight. But the producers also have to be in the same in the same vein, tasteful. Like, like I don't know about the Britney Spears. Like, come on, like you can't you can't go that crazy with cause she actually is, you know, mentally she ill kind of things like that. You know, um, but it's also I think like, she's just manic depressive, and and nobody knows those signs that well. Fair, um, but and you do know who time, broke up her mar- her her stuff with Justin Timberlake, which they say was her ultimate downturn, right? No, it was Wade Robson. I don't know who that is. Yes, you do because he was the guy who he did. Probably hasn't seen. You it. haven't seen Leaving Neverland. Leaving Neverland. That's why. That's the guy that Michael Jackson um, raped. Allegedly. Allegedly. No. 
I mean, mm. it is allegedly. Mm. Allegedly, but yes, it proof. was him. It was. That's a, that's, a, that's a different story in itself, and we'll, we'll have a podcast about that. Or, I mean, sorry, a movie show about that one day. But the, <laughs> like I said, a. Um, wow, what was my. What was my. See, what happens when you interrupt me? Sorry, it's just I thought that was an interesting tidbit. <laughs> At the same time, the film workers can't be afraid. Like, they need to. They need to take risks. They need to. St- they need to break this formula. If it comes out bad, you tried. Mm-hmm. Honestly, at this point in the game, if I see a biopic and they did something so different, like you said, you didn't like Steve Jobs. I did. I loved it. But I think people who don't like it can at least watch it and be like, at least this wasn't paint by the numbers. You may see one soon. It, it Wasn't it South by Southwest that just did the Ron Perlman story? I don't know. I think it was. I've okay. never heard about I hate Steve Jobs, by the way. I told Ron- you this. Exactly. But I'm saying, like, at least, I think the caveat, the silver lining, at least, you can be like, at le- it wasn't Ashton Kutcher's movie. No, it wasn't. No. <laughs> it wasn't. But look, this, and this may be your answer. So Ron Perlman is the guy that actually put together Backstreet Boys, Sync, and all of those boy bands, O-Town, at the time. I thought you meant Ron Perlman, uh, Hellboy. No, yeah. no. <laughs> Honestly, who I was thinking, I was like, why? But why? And no, this guy died. He, he's also dead. Oh. He died like of a heart attack or something like that. But he's notoriously known for robbing all of them of their first album's earning. And he ended up being indicted and the whole nine. I think and I've heard that, actually. And I want to say, I don't know if Lance is the one that fronted the money. Lance Bass and someone else like to create the to create the film and it went to South by I want to say it went to South or South or South it just West. premiered it just it, it just premiered Ooh. I'm gonna look it up but I, that might be the answer to your to your biopic thing because it's gonna be a story about someone who managed them and how they he got he basically robbed them and not basically he went to jail like this Shit. you know so I thought that was it. um. I'm, I was waiting for you guys to jump in, <laughs> but yeah, that I'm might, like I have nothing to say. On that, that might be just, your, your that might be your answer to it. I'm gonna actually look up that info. I mean, hopefully they don't start off with the uh, <laughs> they're gonna start off with like a Backstreet Boy concert. They're gonna go back to a flashback of Ron Perlman's childhood where he had a, a moment. <laughs> moment that he's gonna steal for the first time. And then at some point he's gonna go on drugs and join the Backstreet Boys on stage. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's just the movie I want to see. There you go, Hollywood. That's the movie you want to see. And it's like. Uh, if you're gonna take a risk, for example, the I think it was Get On Up that they tried doing the whole breaking the fourth wall thing, but they did it once every thirty minutes. So it's like, listen, if you're gonna take a risk, stick to it, double down on it. Honestly, like just risk it all at this point. It breaks the fourth. I haven't seen it. It, it just it just is like, oh, but it's kind of like how that's an, that's the problem with the with the dirt the as dirt, well. The they did the same it. thing, the dirt does but it. they sort of, but exactly, <laughs> they didn't stick to it. Yeah. Damn it, my bad. It's not a movie. It's a documentary, and it's the boy band con the Lou Pearlman story. Heard. Okay, Sorry, cool. my bad. I just imagine... And it was, but it was South by Southwest. Okay. I just imagine Hellboy robbing boy bands. Yeah. I mean... I, it was. I forgot that the dirt did that now that you brought it up, because I remember they're like, that actually didn't happen like this, or whatever. Like, they say something like that, and then they, like, they. I mean, they said that looking at the camera, and then... They continue. I just remembered that. Like little, that's low key a little cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no. I mean, like, by by look at the camera. That didn't happen like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Rewind. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. The mo- again, I was expecting. Again, it's a Motley Crue movie that had no marketing for. 
Um, I had no idea who was even casted, to be honest with you. Like, I, I, while I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, shit, that's MGK. Oh, shit, this is Ramsey Bolton. Oh, shit, that's the the uh, guy with the PTSD from the first Punisher season, <laughs> you know? I still don't know who uh, Nikki Six was, but for me, he was the best one out of all of them. He's, um, yeah, he's not a well-known actor. No, well-known. Uh, they call him the pretty boy, apparently, because he's pretty. He's a pretty boy? Yeah, he's a pretty, a pretty man, I yeah. guess. Even though Nikki Six is not pretty, he dated Kat Von D. Um, Did he? Yeah, he was on the show. I don't know. I've seen I... him in concert. He was awesome, so... All right, guys. So that's been our show. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up and give our little Wait, We didn't do the giveaway. Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. So our very special giveaway is those of you that comment the best one-liner from your favorite biopic wins a day with Black Rob. Yeah, that's a no. <laughs> yo, you got that's, stubs no. now, man. Take them yo, to the movies. Yo, you got stubs. That's a resounding <laughs> no. Tuesday, man. Tuesday, $5 nah. movies. Come on, bro. Come on, nah. man. Do All right, it, but do, if they walk up the to show. you playing 21 Savage, you're going to be like, okay, maybe. Still no. But what if they're an attractive individual? Still no. Wow. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, That costs money. So no. <laughs> $5 stubs, man. $5. Tuesday. Check this out. She comes yeah. to you and she's like, yo, uh, T-Mobile Tuesday, we got free tickets. $4. She has you on a date. Look at that. Four, uh, $4 autumn tickets Okay, here's, for the, here's the actual giveaway. You have a chance to ask Ralph out. Okay. And if he says yes... Boom. Okay. Still a no. Still a no. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, hey, ladies. Swoo him. Yeah, there, there's, well, he, there's ways. He's waiting to be wooed. Yeah, there's no woo. There's no there's, swoon. There's no woo. There's, <laughs> there's, there's me in my bed, in my boxers. Hey, maybe you can have some Probably confidence. Probably watching time. the dirt. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you can follow us on Facebook, uh, the Nobody's Podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, the Nobody's Movie Show, um, which is mainly our platforms. If you wish to, read our reviews and when you follow us please rate review subscribe uh, you can download us, download us on iTunes and Spotify um, you can read our reviews and other comical articles and and it's funny because my last Nardo notices was about all the music video directors that turned into film directors so I kind of thought that that was interesting I have bad taste in my mouth still from all eyes on me (laughs) (laughs) I didn't touch upon him I didn't touch upon him on on cinesportstalk.com you can also reach us in the cinesportstalk fan page on Facebook and Instagram cinesportstalk that's it that's it Um, you can follow me Jay Nardo on Instagram I am private because I'm screening people now Um, but you can still follow me there and just go on Facebook Jader where can they follow you on Instagram infamous J13 no. <laughs> and on yeah. Facebook, Jader, J A D E R P A R A M O. Yeah, can follow me on Instagram at Mite Cloud or my website, MiteCloud.net. I'm just going to be posting vacation pictures for like the next, you know, They're really nice. uh, 34 months. You can follow me on IG, um, Life of a Sad Boy. That's about it. <laughs> All right, guys. And I have been Nardo, Jader, Cloud, Black Ralph. And we are the nobodies, and that's what we know. Get a whole new perspective on Ram 1500 and Ram Heavy Duty. Motor Trend's back-to-back truck of the year at the Ram Start Something New sales event. Now during Owner Appreciation Month, financing at $11,250 in total values on the 2019 Ram 1500 Classic Bighorn Crew Cab. Hurry in for great deals during the Ram Start Something New sales event. 
financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Package values based on combined value of package items. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 2-3-2020.